Namaste. I welcome you all to the 111th session of Guru Vodha. I cordially welcome all of you to this session. Uh, amidst the old year ending and new year around the corner, without uh, spending time making parties and all, enjoying parties and all, you come to this I will party, easy I will the party. I welcome you all. And on behalf of all of us students, uh, first, first, I would like to uh, cordially in, uh, welcome Dr. Guruja sir to this session. Good evening and namaste. Namaste, namaste everyone. I also cordially welcome Dr. Raghuram sir to this session. Good evening and namaste sir. Good evening and welcome Dr. Hebbar. Good evening and welcome to Guruja sir and good evening and well, special welcome to Dr. Abhinetri Hegede madam uh, today. Uh, special. Uh, guest and guest speaker uh, today joining us uh, into the team and uh, namaste and uh, uh, welcome to all the participants and our easy of the family namaste and uh, my pleasure and honor to welcome dr abhinetri madam uh, welcome yeah. dr uh, namaste dr hebbar namaste raghuram sir uh, guruj sir Namaste. Uh, I don't know you, but I uh, have heard a lot uh, uh, from Dr. Hebbar. Uh, nice to know you, sir. And uh, welcome all of you for this session. I'm looking forward to have a wonderful session. Uh, thank you, ma'am. Uh, this session is brought to you by easyairweather.com. I dedicate this and all of my works at the Holy Feet of Dr. Yachana Shekhar Purupa. Uh, Dr. Gurasar runs Dala Pendakeda at the Center in Shumoka. And he's also a professor. To consult him or to get his guidance on case-to-case -case basis, please visit easyarada.com slash gururaja. These are some of the cases that he has treated and has generously shared almost all the cases and their uh, treatments, etc. with us. Next is uh, Dr. Raghuram sir. He's the chief content officer at easyarada.com. To consult him, please visit easyarada.com slash raghuram. Uh, you can see some of his uh, publications uh, here. Next is Dr. Uh, Abhinetri Hegda, madam. She is a, a surgeon and gynecologist at EZR, the hospital Mangalore, Karnataka, and she is also a professor. Uh, like when we were doing post-graduation, she was uh, she was a you know, medical officer in Ailan Rao, uh, Ayurveda Ayur Medical College Hospital, Kopa, and she. To her credit, she has done more than 200 or 300 uh, normal childbirths uh, when I was doing post-graduation at all. And now uh, she's serving uh, uh, in the hospital and taking care of both gynecology and uh, female surgical compliance. Uh, coming to the topics uh, for today are like uh, piles and fistula, uh, clinical views, and what are the considerations? How to, uh, you know, how to think about herbs, medicines, etc. Uh, first, I would like to invite Raghuram sir to briefly explain regarding this. Maybe we'll take a piles first, and we always see it in relation with liver, gulma, pliha, and uh, arshas get com commonly grouped together. Can please explain the Ayurvedic view in brief regarding hemorrhoids? Thank you, Hebar sir. So, uh, coming to the piles, uh, as Hebar sir rightly said, the piles and fistula 
go there Pudagata Vikaras like manifesting in the anorectal uh, regions. So we'll be taking up uh, piles first. That's uh, uh, very important disease uh, from clinical perspective for a clinician or a surgeon uh, like Abhinetri Hilde, Madam. So she'll be dealing a lot of cases of, of piles and fistula. Uh, so here uh, it is very important to understand the disease and the nature of the disease uh, from Ayurveda perspective where a particular term called as Ari has been correlated to Arsha so in Ayurveda. Ari means uh, an enemy. So Arsha is a term which has been uh, correlated with uh, piles uh, which has been explained in the modern text. Arshas we call it as or Arsha we call it as in Ayurveda, the word comes from the root word Ari, which means enemy. So that clearly shows uh, the nomenclature of the disease, uh, how Ayurveda used to particular diseases. So that's really wonderful. So here, uh, Arshas has been compared to the enemy, enemy at your gates. So that is the lower part of your uh, body. So troubling you very much. Arshas can happen anywhere in the body. So like uh, wherever it ha happens, the name goes after that, like a small uh, uh, eruption which can occur, like a pile-like mass which can occur in the nose can be called as mass arsha, so on and so forth. So, but uh, in the arsha prakarana, so where uh, the arsha is explained, it is strictly related to the gudagata arsha. So that is the masses or the muscle-like masses, muscular masses which appear. They're not actually the muscles, but Ayurveda mentions that word mamsankura, uh, sprouts which look like muscular sprouts appear at uh, the region of Buddha. So that is your anal region, deep into the anal region. So that is called as Arsha and troubles you to the core, just like uh, you like coexist with your enemy. So it is always, as long as the Arsha is there, the enemy is there. Uh, you always keep feeling trouble. You are not uh, like well at ease. So that is living with an enemy. Arsha is like living with an enemy putting it into simple words. Coming to Charaka Samhita, uh, Arshas has been explained after uh, Udara, so the abdominal disorders. Master Charaka tells that since they have Tridosha Sambandha, so like both are having Tridosha etiology, so like a, a causal. In Udara also, abdominal disorders also, the Tridoshas are aggravated. And in Arshas also, Tridoshas are aggravated. That is why after Udara, there's a logical explanation why one chapter comes after the other. Uh, Charaka tells that it has been put after uh, Udara because of the Trinosha Samanda, number one. And just because they are causal also, like uh, Arshas, which is not treated properly, can block your uh, anal root, anorectal root, and cause another condition called as Baddha Gudodara. So that is uh, obstruction of the intestines to certain levels. So that comes in the Udara Raja Prakarna. So they are Having Tridosha Samanda and mutually causal also, one disease uh, affects the other disease as well. So here uh, in Madhava Nidana, when we go through the Madhava Nidana, so it is explained after, uh, I guess, uh, after Grahini Roga uh, Adhikara. So here uh, again in Madhava Nidana, it has been said that since Atisara, Grahani and Arshas are all interlinked diseases, Atisara is compared to diarrhea, the lower intestinal problem again, Grahani, the upper intestine, the stomach and uh, small intestine related issues like irritable bone syndrome, inflammatory bone syndrome, sprue, etc. conditions. Uh, since all these conditions and arshas are interrelated, that is why arshas has been explained after Grahani. Atisara, Grahani and uh, 
ashes in that particular order so all the abdominal orders uh, disorders and also the anorectal disorders put together chapter after chapter that is the thinking of uh, uh, madhava and the charaka has a, uh, like a superior thinking uh, it again is the master of uh, ayurveda grand master of ayurveda has put it after uh, udara as i said again tridosha sambandha and again the agni sambandha so agni is connected everywhere uh, to us so coming to the classification of arshas ayurveda classifies arshas uh, basically as uh, uh, with the genetic link so sahaja so the first one is uh, sahaja arshas and then uh, uttara kalaja or janmottara uh, arshas we call it as so one is uh, the arshas which is present right from the birth right from the birth so this is uh, congenital or has a genetic link up so we call it as sahaja arshas so that is present right from the birth or if it is not present right of uh, uh, immediately at the birth also the child has the susceptibility to get arshas in the later part of uh, the life this is because of the link of the bija again bija dosha has been uh, mentioned in ayurveda especially in the arsha prakarana so the bija dosha has been mentioned which is causal for sahaja arshas in depth charaka explains about sahaja arshas and uh, janmottara arshas that is the uttara kalaja arshas so both are explained in detail uh, one after the other so sahaja arshas is given very much uh, a big description and also much charaka tells it has a link with the parents so it shows that if your parents have or the successive generations of your uh, father side or mother side is uh, having uh, that particular link so then the child is susceptible it's not a rule that the child has to get arshas many diseases which run in the family can come to the child among that arshas is one and uh, where this congenital uh, uh, or the genetic link has been given to diseases so in those when we count on those diseases arshas is a prakarana so that is a chapter where charaka details about the bija dosha the chromosomal error or the uh, some damages in the sperm on so at the time of uh, fertilization so a lot more things have been contributed to that so after that it comes uh, the next is uh, the piles or the arshas which comes after the birth so that which comes after the birth will definitely have the dosha link so it is divided again into vakasa pitaka kapasa etc again there is a broad classification of uh, arshas which happens after the birth so that is uh, uh, shushka arshas and ardra arshas shushka is a dry variety wherein vata kapha or both vata kapha or the doshas involved there and uh, then comes the wet variety ardra so there we can say more of bleeding more of bleeding so here we get a small connection with uh, again the doshas the vata pitta kapha can get associated with the ardra arshas also they independently vata and kapha are independently causing the shushka arshas that is a dry type of uh, piles where there is no bleeding and uh, mucoid secretions there may be from mild to moderate uh, secretions as well but no bleeding uh, until vata and kapha get connected with the wet variety so next comes the wet variety the ardra arshas it has a pitta and rakta whatever is left over pitta and rakta uh, connection so we have to ardra arshas so it is wet in uh, nature and there is bleeding also here also once again vata kapha can also dominate the picture of the ardra arshas as well if vata gets associated with the wet type of piles that is the bleeding piles along with the bleeding there is pain and other symptoms related to vata 
Likewise, if Tafa is associated, there are Tafa-related symptoms. So again, uh, depending on the size of the arshas and also what it appears like, what are the types of discharges, how the arshas looks like, how the feces looks like in those persons and what are the symptoms, depending on all those symptoms and complexities, Ayurveda has classified uh, arshas into so many types. Uh, Charaka has his own methodology of explaining the samprapti, that is uh, the pathogenesis, how the disease happens step by step. It's an elaborate thing. So I'll take up uh, a reference from uh, Vagbata, so that has been mentioned in uh, uh, Madhava Nidana. Doshas, Tok Mamsa, Medamsa, Sandushya, Vividak, Putin, Mamsankuran, Apanadav, Purvanti, Arshansi, Tan, Chagutu. So here, uh, Master uh, Vagbata tells, so that is a reference uh, which has been copied into Madhava Nidana, Arsha Prakarana. Doshas, Tok Mamsa, Medamsa, Sandushya. So see here, Doshaha, the plural has been mentioned, Vata, Pitta, Kapha, anything may be involved. So whichever is predominant, if Vata is predominant, we call it as Vatajarsas and Shushkarshas again. If Kapha is predominant, again, we call it as a Kapha-jarshas, it also comes under Shushkarsha. If Pitta is predominant, we call it as Pitta-jarshas, again, it comes into the Ardra-arsha. So like on and likewise, we need to classify the Arshas. But the main preliminary, as Charaka said, all Doshas are involved in the manifestation of Arshas. So here, Vataja, uh, so Vata, Pitta and Kapha, Dosha, Tvak, the skin, Mamsa, the muscles, and Meda, the fat. These are the three tissues involved, mainly three tissues. Three doshas, three tissues. Dosha, Tvak, Mamsa, Medamsa, Sandusha. The aggravated doshas will contaminate, will aggravate, or uh, will damage these tissues. Which tissues? Skin, muscles, and uh, the fat tissue in the Buddha region. So that is in the uh, anorectal region. Sandusha, Vividakrutin. So what? does it happen this is the story that is the pathogenesis the doshas contaminate the tissues which is the skin is the representation of rasadhatu uh, then there is mamsa the muscles in the region of uh, the anorectal region and the fat the fatty layers there and uh, therein and rakta we have already seen which it's not been mentioned in the samprapti but rakta is involved in the uh, or the rakta so many tissues are involved here particularly uh, the doshas contaminate the tissues located at the anorectal region and cause mamsankuras mamsankuran apanadav they will cause muscle like sprouts sprouts which come in the anorectal region or the opening which are in the form of muscles muscular sprouts uh, are produced in the apanadav apanadav means where the apanavata is located that is the anorectal region purvanti arshamsi and they cause arsha very strictly explaining the arshas happening in the anorectal region to sum up vata pitta and kapha tridoshas contaminate tvak mamsa and meda that is the skin muscles and uh, uh, fat tissues especially located in the apana region that is the anorectal region and cause muscular sprouts muscular sprouts so they are called as arshas and they have a enemy like nature so coming in brief with the treatment aspect of this Treatment depends on the uh, doshas involved, whether it is vata, pitta, kapha, different uh, uh, strategies, different. So, samanya chikitsa, so generalized line of treatment, and vishesha chikitsa, specific line of treatment, both have been explained for arshas, just like for any other disease, these aspects have been covered. So, depending on the dosha, depending on whether it is a dry or wet type, what category of arshas, the treatment will depend. But broad classification of uh, the treatment is of four folds. Like first is Shastra, 
so that is the surgical expertise surgery and then kshara uh, karma that is the alkalis application of alkalis like kshara sutra etc agni karma the fire cauterization the agni karma is done and then the aushadha chikitsa so that is the medicines so these uh, master charaka tells he also mentions these things at the first like uh, shastra kshara agni surgery alkaline cauterization and also the fire pottery at the beginning and tells the people who are expertized in these fields only can carry the surgical procedures otherwise and a person who is not expert if they try to do those things they may cause further damage because guda is a sensitive area so guda is also a marma it is a mamsa marma it is a vital spot in the body we need to be very cautious while treating the guda so and comes coming to the aushadha chikitsa so again the medical uh, medicines which are uh, given internally external uh, internally uh, and external applications all are included the panchakarma therapies are also included the anvasanavasti the astakanavasti etc have been included and uh, uh, the single herbs and also the dietetic protocol everything has been detailed do's and don'ts everything has been detailed in the charaka samhita which is a detailed chapter i am mentioning charaka samhita because the other samhitas also follow similar pattern with like small differences but uh, charaka has gone in that particular chronology and uh, last but not the least charaka emphasizes on the use of takra so like uh, in this gudagata vikaras so like the anorectal regions takra or the butter milk is very much praised uh in even in the context of arsha so charaka tells that once these gudankuras so like the arshas etc the diseases are appearing in the anorectal region maybe including inclusion of fistula and other conditions if they are treated with all these uh, methods considering the doshas and lot more things and if takra so that is the buttermilk and medicated buttermilk like takra rishta etc are included in the Uh, medicinal uh, prescription and also the dietetic protocol of uh, the person if they are treated with takra once they go away they will not come back so takra is so much priced that it can eradicate the arshas from the uh, roots so just like uh, if the person is habituated to take arshas the person can avoid the recurrence of arshas as well so this is in brief uh, the small introduction of uh, uh, arshas in terms of uh, piles as explained in ayurveda what you have said uh thank you sir uh, for, for the explanation regarding the samprakti and the types and so on and so forth now i would like to uh, uh, request gurudev sir to explain about uh, like in clinical practice is the person what are the common symptoms that the patient explains how would you approach uh, what are the things to consider uh, I have seen you treating both with the Kshara Sutra and Kshara uh, application, and also the oral medicines, etc. In, in my college days. So, uh, in which conditions does the medicines are sufficient? In uh, and what are those medicines, herbs, etc. Uh, as Dr. Raghura has already explained about the aspects of Ayurveda in connection with Ayurveda. It's very clearly said, Arivat Praninam. It is just like an Amy. It doesn't allow you to see properly because it is in the bottom. It will be giving continuous trouble. In clinical practice, what we get is uh, usually a patient approaches a doctor many a times only when there is a bleeding. 
bleeding is a one which is a very much horrifying to them and they rush to doctors technically there are uh, piles are the hemorrhoids which is non bleeding category where you could see a bulge or a mass like material maybe at the different levels maybe one or two many times otherwise usually a bleeding one then we have a categorization on examination we could find the internal pile mass or external pile mass a pile mass at a 3 o'clock position 7 o'clock position and 11 o'clock position depending upon the things but this is a natural scope everybody has everybody can develop piles or hemorrhoids the reason for that hemorrhoids is that basically our food habits our work habits if you are sitting for a longer duration without any gap then you are tend to have a problem which may result ultimately in the form of piles or hemorrhoids if you are consuming a less water and you are consuming a lot of spicy items then the vipaka of the food or entire food what you are consuming it becomes a kadhu then automatically it has a negative effect on the stools and the stools becomes very hard and constipated and that is the reason why we will start developing that so when there is a constipated stools are there we try to evacuate it the force in the morning so when we try to do it with force every time sometimes these constipated stools will not only scratch or damage the mucosal members membranes in that area and it also try to make the things bulge out so it leads to the formation of arches so many times that area becomes so you uh, know uh, fragile and it becomes so much uh, laxity will be there in the muscle layers or the mucosal layers there and ultimately it may remain permanently as a skin tax even though the pile mass reduces many times it remains as skin tax but the alarming symptoms for that the people will rush to doctor is bleeding otherwise generally we will have uh, people complaining of there is a manifestation at somewhere in this level of um, ns something as they are um, could be able to touch it or feel it and there is a little bit of burning sensation or sometimes even pain as such type of things they'll complain but alarming thing is that when they see the blood they'll rush to doctor so these are the presenting complaints usually what we get in our practice is either it will be bleeding or associated with burning sensation and pain or otherwise it is only burning sensation and pain and a mass effect so whenever we examine a patient we could see sometimes very openly on the um, visible naked eyes we can see very clearly um, what do you call them? the external pile mass but sometimes we may have to go for a bimanual rectal examination so then we could get find out or even assess or evaluate whether there is a internal pile mass also there or whether internal pile mass is converting into an external pile mass all those things and of course sometimes it will also have a itching because of the rubbing of these tools so very clearly these are the important presentations and most alarming for the patient is bleeding so when there is a bleeding they'll rush to the doctor and ayurveda has explained very beautifully many of the methods of uh, treating of course kshara agni karma and shastra karma all these things are there these comes to the domain of the dhanvantri but at our domain of kaya chikitsa or something like that we would like to give the preference to medicines 
whenever there is a the five months for the first time they are coming or the complaint is for the first time and it is uh, since only few days so then such type of things it is we will uh, try to um, treat the condition by using medicines so in that condition depending upon the person nature and the uh, history the um, type of um, constipation or whatever things he is having based on that we will try to select a drug whether डाइजेशन and make the uh, bubbles and the, the stool soft so we try to give swadhishta virachana churna or even erandabhishta haritaki so that the stools will not be of a, um, a solid shape it will be flexible or it may accommodate itself through the passage so then those things may not cause a trouble in evacuation such of things we use it sometimes even we have to use a bulk forming drugs like uh, isabgol ashwagola so such type of uh, combinations we make depending upon the requirement if it is even sometimes if it is a bleeding is there then we call we got uh, to use a laksha containing materials there are some available capsules in the market so we can use that and otherwise generally for vyadhi uh, pratinika chikitsa we can use many of the um, classical preparations as well as there is a proprietary range of medicines are available including abhyarista there are in abhyarista is there you can go for even kutjarista to some extent if it is required at the bleeding like that sir sir one uh, like general confusion is like a uh, if the patient has constipation but still has this bleeding tendencies then we have to use say astringent bitter astringent herbs like you know kutajarista like you mentioned but that would again worsen the constipation and the problem like how to deal with this so usually we try to give uh, such a drug because we can we cannot allow the blood to go out or waste so in the condition we try to um, give a specific type of drug along with that we try also try to maintain something which is the bubble regulator as well as something which is doesn't allow these tools to become hard so there will be a limit of laxative type of material also along with that it is given so it is a laxatives along with the septic so if it is the tendency is there then both will be combined and given thank you sir now may I Uh, request Dr. Abhinethri Madam to explain regarding uh, mainly piles and also fistula. How common it is it in women, and uh, you know how do you deal? Like where to go? Which type of uh, surgical intervention, Ayurvedic surgical intervention, do you prefer? What your thought process in dealing with arches? Um, thank you, Dr. Abba, for having me, uh, Dr. 
Dr. Sir, I've already explained about uh, how uh, the piles are formed or uh, how the clinical presentations will be. But as a clinician, like uh, the presentations will be like patients usually have uh, this bleeding or pain in the anal region. So whenever there is a bleeding or pain, they think it as uh, they have inflicted with piles and they come to the doctor. After a thorough examination, of course, I have to take a detailed history. Uh, how was the onset and what actually uh, bothering them? Then, unless I have examined the area, I will not conclude whether the person is infected with piles, fistula, or fissure. Piles, obviously, uh, the pain is the last thing to happen unless if it is associated with infection or there is an onset of thrombosis or the prolapse, the pain is the last thing to happen. Usually, as Guraj sir said, the bleeding, either with stools or before the evacuation, there will be bleeding. The patient may say that, uh, okay, I have noticed uh, bleeding in uh, drops or there can be a splash in the pan. So either way, it is bothering him. He is concerned about that and he will rush to the doctor. So I have to examine if it is an internal pile mass, he has not noticed any mass or nothing he has noticed coming out of his uh, anal region, only the concern is the bleeding, then the cause could be the internal pile mass. And obviously there is a trauma to cause the bleeding, the traumatic agent being the hard stool. Whenever the patient is constipated, the smooth evacuation is not happening. If there is a pile mass, the first degree, second degree pile mass is there. This hard column of stool will rub on the engorged mass and that the hemorrhoidal masses or the pile masses will open up or there will be a wound over that and it starts bleeding. The bleeding can be just it varies. It can be in drops or there will be a huge splash of blood onto the so uh, the treatment wise like after analyzing on which stage is the pile mass like first degree second degree third degree or the fourth degree the treatment depends on the stage of the pile mass the nidanas has to be treated first if i have taken a detailed history of the patient what exactly has caused that it can be like uh, Raghuram sir said, there are uh, hereditary factors. It runs in family, of course. Or if it is because of the acquired thing, if uh, the person is into ex extensive traveling or sedentary lifestyle, uh, he is not uh, adding enough uh, fiber in his diet or he is into other habits like smoking or consumption of alcohol, those are also trigger the existing pile mass and worsen the condition. So I have to ask them to quit all that or to improve their lifestyle first. And whoever walks into a Shalya OPD or a surgeon, they need not undergo surgery in the first place. As uh, Raghuram sir said, uh, there is four sadhana upayas for Arshas, Arshas Chikitsa, Beshaja, Shastra, Kshara and Agni. So, if it is uh, in the initial stage or if the dosha bahulya is not much or if the presentation is minimal or 
the symptoms are minimal and if it, if it is without complication i will definitely go with the beshaj chikitsa if it is like the internal pile mass is that heavy bleeding is that internal means it's less accessible so in that cases the kshara kshara karma that will be apt and if it is external and harder one the katina arshas are there which is shushkarshas and all then i would go with agni karma and if the prolapsed pile masses are there third and fourth degree pile masses are there which is like always outside and there will be mucus discharges and it's uh, giving lot of pain and discomfort to the patient better go with the excision that is shastra karma so it's up to the discretion of the surgeon and considering the patient general health we have to completely evaluate uh, how is the sattva bala the general bala of the patient and nowadays so uh, there will be time constraint also like uh, they will come up with uh, okay i'm having a busy schedule and i want to get rid of this problem at the earliest then i'll resort to whichever is apt uh, the, the shastra karma uh in the very beginning stage then we'll uh, resort to the beshaj chikitsa only and it will respond very well to beshaj chikitsa also thank you very much ma'am and there's a question here that what's the treatment uh, part of piles after delivery now after delivery the mother is just like recovering so okay hardcore surgical intervention or even uh, harsh medicines are not commonly used then how to handle this okay i i get it uh, usually in pregnancy um, for piles actually pregnancy is a secondary cause it's physiological what happens in the second trimester the first trimester there will be morning sickness and all the hardly they will be able to consume anything and uh, definitely the bowel uh, the pattern that gets disturbed there may not be a daily evacuation and even when there is uh, the adequate fiber intake is not there fluid intake is not there they tend to get constipated in the second trimester there is or uh, the fetal uh, growth is happening in a rapid way the gravid uterus is putting pressure over the adjacent structures in the pelvic organs especially these um, the blood vessels in the pelvic area they get compressed obviously around the anal canal there is a network of blood vessels we call it as hemorrhoidal plexus so when there is compression they tend to get engorged so it's common actually it is not a pathology which happens during pregnancy but if they are are uh, taking good fiber diet smooth laxatives like draksha the raisins soaked up raisins and all if they are taking daily there should not be any uh, problem for with the evacuation and once the delivery happens or the lady is safely delivered within few weeks they automatically resolve these engorged masses whatever she was feeling earlier that will resolve automatically because the positive factor the gravid uterus the weight or the compression factor is not there anymore so usually there should not be any problem 
but in case uh, suppose the delivery or the the lady is bearing the child for second or the third time and she already had piles like pre-existing piles was there and she's having pain or bleeding during pregnancy uh, then there will be some safer medications are also there in ayurveda which can be definitely administered even among pregnant ladies and after delivery as you said uh, because surgical intervention will definitely not uh, suggested during pregnancy but after delivery also if uh, they uh, take care of their bowels a smooth evacuation is happening and uh, they are including uh, a sufficient fluid and uh, fiber in the diet um, half the problem gets solved but if there is engorged pile masses which is causing her trouble they can very well uh, for some topical applications in grita or thaila form suppositories can also be given or the ayurvedic suppositories i am telling and even after six or eight weeks of delivery if it is persistent or if it is not at all uh, resolving then we can consider going for like after the thorough examination what exactly is bothering the lady if it is uh, gone for uh, the thrombosis then we can go for uh, jalokavacharana over the pile mass or we can consider like there are uh, the treatment protocols considering the general status of the patient as well as uh, the particular area how it is affected it's totally up to the discretion of the surgeon so what i understood is that in all, all these conditions the case taking and finding out the root cause what is causing the problem is is pretty much pretty much decides the Sure. Uh, line of action absolutely absolutely and because there are secondary causes also like if at all the patient is having ca or uh, any liver pathology or if it has just uh, occurred like he doesn't have any other comorbidities but only piles but he is uh, resorting to uh, the medicines but not uh, um, just uh, like uh, he's not changing his lifestyle he is continuously uh, taking uh, alcohol smoking and uh, into uh, less fiber diet it's of no use he has to modify all that and then only whatever the beshaja or shastra chikitsa will give the ultimate result otherwise uh, the primary pile mass us or whatever the first second third fourth degree pile masses have been treated surgically or with the medication conservative method but he continues uh, doing all the nidanas there can be even after the surgical removal of uh, pile mass at the primary position the other pile masses can erupt in the secondary positions ayurveda if once surgically excised or treated with shastra chara or agni uh, they are a punarbhava desi once it is treated definitely it's a sure shot cure but if he continues uh, doing the nidanas uh, which are particular for this piles the pile masses can erupt in other positions other areas adjacent to the area that is been earlier treated uh, uh, th thank you madam and 
skin aflatoxins what are the common oral medicines that you use it can be proprietary or ayurvedic traditional uh if there is pain uh, definitely kaishwara gulu or trifla gulu uh, for piles bleeding as sir said uh, we have to go with the the trauma has to be minimized bleeding is because of uh, the hard stool so smooth evacuation has to be ensured the laxatives uh, abhyarishta or uh, trifla churna mere trifla churna will also help or trifla with trivrit churna can also be mixed up trivrit leha can also be given the first thing is the agni has to be restored the takra raghuram sir was telling about the importance of takra in any uh, the varieties of like they have told about the doshik involvement and the varieties of uh, the uh, arshas in all arshas takra is very important so that the digestion improves even if uh, uh, the agni when there, there is uh, agni is uh, impaired the medicine should also undergo the process of digestion and it has to act upon so unless the agni is treated whatever you are loading the patient with whatever the medicine that doesn't act actually or it doesn't act up to the mark so agni has to be treated earlier and um, for the bleeding again uh you put up a query like uh how relevant it is to uh, uh give kashaya rasas uh because they cause more of uh, vata and rukshana it does um it will uh, further uh, worsen the constipation so i would like to say that uh, we can opt for uh, draksharika kashaya or something like that because they are pitahara and it won't uh, aggravate the vata and they act as it acts as both styptic because it is shitavirya dravya and it acts as a laxative also and there will be smooth uh, evacuation and uh, the bleeding control can also happen and uh, durva durva is a very well um, the good drug uh in the if it all administered in the form of swarasa or kalkam bleeding can be checked considerably uh there are some patent medicines like striplon rectone um and uh uh uh, uh the ashopi so uh, those are all the patent medicines which can be helpful in treating both the pain as well as uh, bleeding per annum thank you madam uh, now now i would like to ask guraja sir that uh, any uh, it's like difficult for me to like formulate uh like any vascular or functional or organ related obstruction or it can be even say functional meaning physiological or, or organ related uh, obstruction or it can be like physical also as in case of pregnancy uh And this can be the pathology can be there in liver for example uh, inflammation of the liver, liver due to various causes it can be viral hepatitis and many other things then it's uh, the blood circulation 
uh, in and around the liver and the intestines are somehow uh, imbalanced and there is pressure on the lower part of the body, even like the constipation, uh, etc. So, what if I categorize one is the vascular causes, they probably the they, there are probably there are probably two or three causes. One is the digestive causes because some medicines uh, like uh, are given both to gulma and arsha together, and there can be the uh, anatomical cause like pregnancy uh, related arshas, and some can be vascular causes where you know for pandu kamala arsha, for example, dashamula resta is given. Uh, your thoughts on the in practice, what we get usually is uh, typically in case of a pregnancy or post delivery, these things will be there in case of women. They are comparatively, I don't know, maybe the other doctors may be getting the cases of that. I do get the case of that type of things very often, but it is. Very typically related with the only few may require some surgical interventions otherwise from Beishya only we can handle that but the most of the cases which we usually get in the clinic what I am observing is those who have a tendency to consume from the non-vegetarian diet person if you near the east every day maybe by the fifth day or seventh day you end up in pies and those who use a lot of uh, green lilies, excess of uh, you know, pungency, these two things I am observing, there are uh, many important uh, causative factors for the present day situation what we are receiving in the OPDs. So definitely, I would like to, whenever I come, come from the information from the history, I would definitely avoid these things to them and make them to uh, consume uh, good quality fibers as well as even the, uh, the sufficient quantity of water. That's the reason I, I try to make because already if a pile is formed that can be worsened by only the rubbing of the hard stool. So first priority will be to stop that uh, hardness of the stool. I need to break it up. So I use for the lancities. Locally also we try to use uh, something like um, pile QR, arshonate, or pile like There are plenty of ointments and things. Or even the kasisadi taila. Uh, there are many tailas are also there. It can be used as a pichu or something like that. So that it can be area can be softened and made more flexible so that it can accommodate the, the outgoing stool. So that is the reason for that. So in order to avoid the scratches or injury caused to that. And then otherwise, there are plenty of medicines, even the uh, classical medicines as well as uh, the proprietary medicines like uh, there is Arshomate Plus. Uh, there is a pile AP. There are plenty of such uh, medicines are available in the market. We can use them with the confidence. They give uh, particularly where there is a bleeding and all these conditions. Definitely they will help. Particularly Ashokinavati is a wonderful drug. Of course, and to, in order to maintain the things post these incidents, then Kankainavati as well as uh, Suranavaleha, they are uh, quite efficiently manages the conditions. The main issue is the presently the way we live, particularly the food habits what we are making, but it's a non-vegetarian diet, which is 
small and it is going to cause the cut to the radial rotation and cut to vipakka on sole will going to be always be badha badha kara the soles are going to be hardened and it is going to cause the constipation so we need to break that exercise um, which is actually happening we need ask the patient to make a good because many times we find a patient who is very much very active in the form agriculturist but he has uh, these problems the here the reason is uh, even though they are very active they are not sedentary lifestyle but still the problem is the food the what they consume too much of uh, these things they consume uh, um, this is pungency and uh, the non vegetarian then later because they work in sun but accordingly they don't uh, compensate with the liquid loss through the drinking of water so they'll uh, take a uh, much less water which always leads to the formation of hard stools and such criteria or combination will going to trouble them and once there is a rub there is a bleeding and they say that there is something like that it is uh, blood is coming like a, coming through a syringe and then they'll be horrified and they'll rush to a doctor so that's the reason uh, basic thing is we need to avoid the pungent material present situation the most of the cases are due to that and of course there are uh, cirrhosis cases and liver disorder cases alcoholic liver disorders that is also indirectly causing the um, you know pressure on the rectal plexus and leading to the formation of uh, piles so that is also one of the area where we need to have a, a very clear um, protocol of avoiding things what should be avoided in these conditions so very typically the pungency and the non vegetarian diet which is always spicy otherwise we need to ask them to consume something like which how they consume in the western world without putting so much of pungency and oil and all those things they consume many times it's like something like a burger something like that but in indian situation we usually what i observed is the people consume the non vegetarian with all spices and all those cooking in a such a typical indian way so that is going to win which is going to cause the issues so that those areas if it is addressed then many attempts the things will settle down but only those things where it is a third degree or fourth degree then usually i refer it to the shalya tantragna so they will take care of the things uh thank you sir uh, coming to the shalya part i mean shalya or surgical aspect of it shastrakshara uh, and agni karma have been explained abhinetra madam like uh, can you please explain what you actually do to treat uh, this third and fourth degree hemorrhoids like uh, uh, what's the main procedure how much time it is required uh, what are the complications how to manage pain burning sensation so on and so forth okay uh, as i said uh, initially uh, the basic chikitsa is being done and if it is not responding to that or when there is second degree pile mass the internal pile mass is that heavy bleeding is that pain is not much then i'll go for the kshara karma because with the medication the bleeding is not getting controlled uh, even when there is smooth evacuation the patient is often complaining of bleeding uh, per uh, defecation then he will lead to anemia and uh, this problem is constantly bothering him or her and they want to get rid of that so kshara karma is the ideal procedure in that case and uh, sushruta acharya has uh, said about the uh, or he uh, suggested about this kshara karma and uh, 
डॉक्टर रविशंकर पेरवाजे ही हैज स्टैंडर्डाइज दैट एंड एक्सटेंसिवली प्रैक्टिस एंड पॉपुलराइज दिस मेथड एंड ऑल ऑफ अस द कंटेम्पररी शल्य तज्ञास आर प्रैक्टिसिंग द the pervaja technique of charakarma only so in that charakarma uh, for the pile masses uh, the apamaga kshara which is already uh, siddha kshara that has to be applied on to the pile mass if there are more than two pile masses at the maximum three pile masses can be treated in one sitting with the charakarma so what we do is like once the patient is taken in lithotomy of course for uh, any of the surgical intervention whether it is uh, the chedana or the excision or for agnikarma that is nowadays we use cautery or for kshara the proper anesthesia is required without anesthesia we cannot or uh, take up this so usually it is done under local anesthesia or if the patient is very apprehensive i can go with a uh, local anesthesia as well as uh, uh, mild sedative or if it is required if i want a maximum relaxation of the operative field i have to opt for spinal anesthesia and for charakarma once the patient is taken in lithotomy or he will be uh, made to lie and the area has to be exposed properly for the surgeon the with the proctoscope the pile masses has to be individually clearly visualized that has to be secure and we have to go applying the shara onto the pile mass so that it will not spill on to the healthy mucosal area only to the mass the pile mass the shara has to be applied so as sushruta acharya says the shara being an alkali shara it does the dahana so the burning happens or actually uh, what happens is the coagulation necrosis when it the chara is applied onto the pile mass which is nothing but the uh, engorged or the varicosed hemorrhoidal vein there this chara acts upon the blood the radical of the the hemorrhoidal veins the coagulation necrosis happen the hemo part and the protein part get disintegrated so only that turns into that dagdavarna will be there sushruta acharya has told about uh, uh, the reaction happening in charakarma as uh, the pile masses will turn into pakva jambu phala varna once the kshara is applied that's almost the purplish jambu phala everyone might be knowing so uh, that turns into uh, dark uh, purplish color so once that happens usually within 100 matra kala we have to after applying the kshara we'll wait for 100 matra kala and once this is adequate coagulation necrosis has happened we have to rinse out this kshara with any amla jala that is neutralizing the chara the alkali with the acidic liquid amla dravya is used to take out usually any amla dravya dhanya amla amla kanji or uh, the nimbu sarasa those thing are used usually nowadays vinegar is also used so once that is rinsed out 
we'll see again that has to be examined whether the procedure is carried out appropriately if it is not up to our satisfaction once again we'll just apply and ensure the entire mass is being treated adequately with the chara and once that particular pile mass is treated the same thing the procedure is repeated on to the other mass it's not that altogether anal canal the guda is a marma and it's a very restricted space over there we have to be at most gentle and careful while we are operating on the marma so ensuring the adjacent structures are not damaged with the, this kshara only the pile masses are treated with this kshara so that is kshara karma so maximum two to three pile masses can be treated with kshara karma in one sitting so after that usually the patient uh, will be like once the amla dravya is used to uh, nullify the effect of kshara there will be some kind of swelling because we have intervened there is the reaction happening and with the effect of anesthesia patient will not be knowing but once that fades off there will be some sort of discomfort the pain will be there for that actually any madhuroshada siddha sneha will be used as pichu grata shatadota grata or yashtimadu siddha grata or mahanarana taila those things can be like it's up to like in practice once we see like on the operative field we'll decide about like which will be apt for that particular patient so once the pichu is kept over there the area will be packed and dressed and uh, the patient will be shifted to uh, the observatory and accordingly or uh, the for the pain medication or whatever the burning sensation if it is there or the medications or the protocol will be uh, given for that particular patient as per the situation uh, demands and once treated it's like it one sitting once that charakarma uh, is done properly uh, within a week the sloughing of the pile masses which is been like as i said the pakwa jambu falavarna it has turned into the coagulation necrosis has set in so buda being the marma and the, the outlet of the digestive system or we cannot just pack it and close daily evacuation has to happen and there should not uh, happen a sepsis the infection should not happen but at the same time the patient should feel at comfort so evac for evacuation there will be medication for pain there will be medication and there will be avagaha preferably with uh, it's not avagaha svedana just to minimize the discomfort uh, usually with the lukewarm kashayas or the plain saline water sitz bath is advised and after that daily uh, the pichu or matra basti uh, in the form of uh, matra basti the medications will be given inside so that uh, the it heals properly it minimizes the pain as there is a lubrication the smooth evacuation is in uh, ensured and the patient will be at comfort so within week or 10 days the treated pile masses with the kshara that will slough off leaving behind a small ulcer it will eventually get fibrosed and there will not be any more pile mass once treated it is 
gone forever. Uh, thank you for the elaborate explanation, madam. And uh, after Kshadak Karma done this way, how long should the patient be admitted or can, can he or she go home and then come for the uh, management of symptoms? Uh, this total procedure from Sharad Karma to the like complete uh, going away, how much time does it take? Shara Karma is a, uh, done like within an hour that will be over. But I'll uh, suggest the patient to stay in a hospital for about a week because after Shara Karma, the, uh, the further reactions and the smooth evacuation has to happen in a proper way. And we have to ensure it properly sloughs out and there won't be any complications and uh, the pain and uh, other uh, the complaints, whatever sets in, that should be properly managed. So five to seven days of hospitalization is needed even after Sharkarma. Cannot be done as a daycare procedure. The dressing in terms of picture uh, that you explained. Usually the expertise, usually the doctor uh, or the surgeon or the nursing staff, skilled nursing staff will do the dressing uh, after the uh, evacuation, every day after bowel evacuation, that has to be cleansed. Like usually we advise uh, sits bath, followed by that, there will be administration of uh, medicaments into the canal after examining the treated pile masses. Like every time it is not the same. Some people will uh, have uh, the rapid regression in the size of the pile mass and some people, if it is like uh, very engorged pile masses, um, interconnected pile masses, many radicals were there, then it will be like, it will take little time. So accordingly, we have to manage. So minimum of five, if everything is going fine, I'll discharge the patient by fifth day itself and ask them to continue with the pain medication or the prescription at home, take care of the food and the topical application, they can very well take it home and they can come for follow-up by next week end. And uh, subsequently, if there is any complication, complications won't arise if a skilled hand is co conducting this procedure. But if there is a need, if the situation demands, they have to stay in hospital for 7 to 10 days. If there are other comorbidities, if the patient is diabetic and if there is coexisting uh, fissure and piles, then there will be some sort of uh, the problems which will be better treated under supervision only. Okay. Uh, we just touched uh, Sharakarma and this one, um, there are many, many things to discuss, but we are running out of time. Uh, we, we will sit again uh, with your kind guidance. We need more uh, information. Nevertheless, uh, I know it's not so uh, practically manageable to do all these uh, things in the like non-Indian countries. But Indian Ayurveda doctors can definitely incorporate the uh, learn and incorporate Shastra, Chara, and Agni Karma, and uh, they can. If the, if they have just even a clinical, small clinical setup, they can always get associated with a local hospital and develop their own practice. Uh, these are the areas where Ayurveda has more advantage over the you know 
account, account for medical uh, medicinal systems. So on behalf of all of us students, uh, my words of gratitude to uh, Dr. Guraja sir. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. And my words of gratitude to Raghuram sir also. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Hebar sir. Thank you to everyone and the of the family. Wishing in advance a happy new year to all of you. Thank you. And, and my special uh, thanks to Dr. Abhinathi Vedam to practically explain about how Kshara Karma works. Maybe we need like in depth, like how, how and you know, what is the upper market Kshara, how we tax, so on and so forth. Of course, we'll sit, 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 sit for our next session. In, in the 2024, let's make, let's go hardcore and Ayurveda, let's develop new skills, clinical skills, online marketing skills. Uh, let's go one step above and beyond. I, cordially greet everyone for a very professionally successful and happy 2024. Namaste. Thank you.